Welcome to the Hot Topic Bold Talk Podcast. Dr. Jacqueline is opening a forum for us to discuss opinions on the topics currently trending today. She's also going to share her experience with unique and diverse books that will encourage us all to think differently about the world and change our lives for the better. Together, we cover hot topics and get into the nitty gritty of how they affect our lives. All in the friendly and engaging tone so that you feel comfortable listening, even if it's not your favorite topic. This podcast is the perfect blend of knowledge and fun. We discuss everything and anything that matters today. Don't settle for the same old stuff. Get in on the conversation. My name is Dr. Jacqueline I'm from DTP Leadership Group. Tonight on Hot Topic Bold Talk, I am going to be doing the following. Here's my first question for you. Are you voting to support violence and lies? How about supporting truth platforms that can enhance citizens' lives in November? Every time I think I will be able to write about something else besides the hateful actions and lies put out by the Republican Party, then a mass of other things happen that demand me me writing again about what the Republican Party's doing. In my state, in my neighborhood, Democrats run on platforms and positions so that people can see what they're voting for. Democrats give the information on issues at hand and make efforts to address the challenges and needs of our citizens. I do not see Democrats resorting to violence to make a statement about how much they hate someone. The attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband makes it clear that unhinged Republican uh, base that is connected to Trump will do anything that is harmful to another human being. Now, I say unhinged since I've spent 47 years in the mental health field, and the Trump cult has brainwashed and gaslighted the base so much they are out of touch with reality and support the lies, deceptions, and conspiracies. They have no idea how these things have negatively impacted their mental state of being. There is some evidence uh, that the suspect in the assault at Pulaski's home had, had posted on QAnon. I feel horrified at the violence that is so evident. I spoke about in the last podcast about the vicious statements that Trump made about Mitch McConnell's wife. There seems to be no end or limit on what, uh, what he will do or his followers. I know that there are some Republicans that are appalled by what Trump has done and are going to fight to get the Republican Party back to a place of sanity and represent something that has meaning, meaning for the citizens of the United States. In the meantime, voting Republican means voting for people that support violence and mental illness that it exists in the Trump supporters. QAnon was the one group we could point to and say they are mentally ill conspiracy theorists. Unfortunately, 
there are plenty of studies that show that this group is a group of people that have a lot of mental illness. Now, unfortunately, we're surrounded by Republicans that think winning by lies with no basis is the way to win elections. And the lies are really very dangerous. Sadly, the Republican Party has no platform or solutions since they cannot run on who they are or are against who the Democrats actually are, so they pile up lie after lie. It all adds up to something that I think is very wrong. I want to talk about my neighborhood. In Harris County, we have an ethical and outstanding uh, set of Democratic judges. Our county judge is Lena Hidalgo, who has systematically utilized the billions of dollars for the benefit of all people in Harris County. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, a real estate man gave $5 million to run a woman against Judge Hidalgo that does not have the credentials or the independent thought to function separately from this man who has funded her campaign. The $5 million also went into creating signs that say, Stop crime, vote for Republican judges. Now, this is an outright lie about the Democratic judges in office, yet the Republican electorate are so limited in their thinking and have such a fixed mindset, they do not care if this is a lie. Their focus is on winning and destroying the rights of many people in my city. The destruction of political signs supporting Democrats is a common action in Texas. I talked with the owner of a bar down the street. Her clientele may disagree with the signs I have in my yard. Should she and I know that it's not her her customers that do things to my signs? It is a specific man with some of his immature friends in our neighborhood that thinks it's cute to pull down signs, toss signs from my yard into another yard, or throw them in the street. Now, I have friends in the neighborhood that are sick of Trump's impact in our state and know that our governor, Greg Abbott, is a mini-Trump. We are big supporters of Mothers Against Abbott, which is an organization of Republican and Democratic women and men who are doing everything they can to get Beto elected as our new governor and stop the reign of insane extremist laws and actions by Republicans in our state. I realized one day that I was sick of my size being affected, so I found new ways to make it very hard for my size to be destroyed. I will be happy to tell you what I am doing for them to prevent them from taking my signs or disturbing them. The best way you can find out about this is if you will join me in my first Hot Topic, Bold Topic group meeting for an hour from 7 to 8 p.m. on December 20th, Tuesday night. I will also present some innovative ideas I've been able to use to build relationships with people that are beginning to realize they need to rethink how they have voted in the past. So this first meeting will be open to all levels of my Patreon supporters. Now let me tell you some stories that show the hatred that has impacted uh, lives of our citizens. 
I think no one can deny that Trump feeds racism and sexism and many of the other isms, like homophobia and heterosexism. Current day broadcasters that are Trump supporters and extremists feed on the violence and destruction of anyone that does not support their beliefs. So here's a story that really was very difficult for me to describe, to read, and disturbing, since I think children in our country need to be protected. This happened in Michigan. And the title of the story is Mom of Black Boys Left Behind by White Firefighters Demands Answers. In late May, a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old boy died after briefly surviving a fire at their home in Flint, Michigan. The house was only three minutes walk from the local fire station. The two boys were eventually discovered inside a second uh, floor room. The mother was receiving text messages from the boys while the fire was still blazing. The firefighters finished the first sweep of the second floor and called off a second sweep. But seven minutes later, precious moments when the, when the children were faced with smoke inhalation, another crew of firefighters moved to vent the room and discovered the two boys. Weeks later, the city fire chief determined that the two white Firefighters initially tasked with canvassing the room in which the children were fatally injured lied about uh, properly searching for the victims. In a report on July 22nd, the Flint City Fire Department stated that due to the nature of instances in question and the actions or lack of action possibly contributing to the loss of the two victims, I have determined to terminate the sergeant and the, and the firefighter from employment. Now, even though the fire chief, Raymond Barton, made the determination to fire the firefighters, neither was ultimately dismissed. Instead, the sergeant resigned and the firefighter was allowed to continue work after completing a course in search and rescue. I just think that's uh, appalling. The boy's family is publicly demanding a criminal investigation into the firefighters' actions. Yet after an investigation, the chief found that the sergeant and the firefighter knowingly made false reports in their incident write-up of what happened. So they lied about what they'd done when they had not done anything to save these two boys. After months of being ignored by authorities and even a previous lawyer, Cooper, the mother who's in a nurse, decided to take the podium at Flint City Council early this month to issue a plea for justice. This is her statement. Firefighters are trained to save lives. They are trained to look for people who may have passed out from smoke inhalation or trapped in the fire. This did not happen with my sons. To me, I know from having done so much diversity work that racism is a disease that comes from hatred, 
and a desire to keep hating African-Americans and people of color. It is a disease that's embedded in the belief structure of families and is most present in people who are unwilling to consider African-Americans and people of color as human beings that deserve respect and appreciation for who they are as citizens of our country. I realized that our country was founded on concepts of racism. If you read the history of African-Americans in our country in the book entitled 400 Souls, edited by Ibram X. Kendi and Keisha N. Blaine, it will be impossible for you to deny the impact of slavery and the continual killing of African-Americans and other races due to racism. How about us looking at the list of African-Americans who died in the health crisis in African-American communities due to racism since 2016? The number is appalling and I feel terribly disturbed by the violence that plagues specific groups in the U.S. I do know one thing. We can vote for Democrats and Republicans that are not contaminated by Trump and start shifting the hatred and insanity of racism toward our country that to that of loving and caring about all the citizens of our country. Now, another thing I wanted to mention, another story is in The Week on June 3rd, 2022 by Mark Fulman from the Los Angeles Times. Here's what he says. America's epidemic of mass shootings cannot be blamed on mental illness. Politicians and people who want to downplay the role of guns and white supremacists ideology are against trying to are, are trying to explain away the Buffalo supermarket um, massacre by depicting the 18 year old Peyton Lindron as a crazed monster. Lindron allegedly murdered 10 people after he stockpiled weapons. He detailed his ideological hatred of black people and others, and he surveyed and continued to watch his intended targets. It was no spree of a moment attack by a person suffering from delusion. As Fulman states, for the past 10 years, I've studied scores of mass shootings, and in most cases, mass shooters don't just suddenly break, they decide. Their violent ideas arise from entrenched grievances, rage, and despair. And their subsequent attacks are often the result of a highly organized and methodical process. Lyndon admitted he radicalized himself in online far-right forums promoting replacement theory. Of course, no person who commits a mass shooting is in a in a basic way, mentally healthy. But most have clear motives, including a desire for vengeance and to be famous. Making mental illness the the bogeyman is a way of pretending that nothing can be done. Again, I propose that when a past president of the United States supports, encourages, and tweets violent thought and actions, 
that his unhinged supporters are going to be violent. Trump brought forth a number of people who, ex who express extreme views that support this kind of action or lies and create theories about how the violence is the problem of another race, another person, or the Democrats, so they do not have to look at themselves. Let me give you another story that I think is really clear about the hatred and violence in our country. In the week on June 17, 2022, David French from the Dispatch states, American gun culture is no longer focused on the right to defend yourself. Instead, it, is the, it has devolved into belligerent and grotesque gun ideology. My wife and our gun owners and supporters of the Second Amendment but the gun fetish that dominates our politics bears little resemblance to the gun culture that I grew up with, which emphasized the grave responsibilities of firearm ownership. Today, pandering politicians flippantly pose with an AR-15 and show fired weapons in their campaign ads and label themselves pro-life pro-God, and pro-gun. I think he's right on, and I think he has really nailed what a lot of these Republicans are doing. And I think the contradiction shows their insanity. A disturbing number of gun owners have adopted a black gun or a tactical lifestyle, dressing in, in tactical gear and uh, and showing their weapons that they love wherever they go. At certain protests, it's now common to see men and women armed to the teeth, deliberately displaying assault rifles to make their political opponents feel a palpable physical fear of armed violence. There are still millions of responsible gun owners in this country, but the fringe is no longer the fringe. These gun rights bear arms with religious intensity and their increasing overt threat to use their weapons against anyone who disagrees could destabilize our democracy. I remember seeing a man running for Congress in Missouri who had the campaign picture exactly as it is described by David French. Now, how can we, the thing I want to talk about is how can we save our democracy? On September 24th, 2022, the Southern Poverty Law Center, in a newsletter entitled their newsletter, Attacking Extremist Violence, Southern Poverty Law supports White House anti-hate initiatives announced, announced during United We Stand Summit. Now what the Southern Poverty Leonard said, we welcome domestic policy advisor, Susan Rice, 
in her August announcement of the summit to help stem the tide of corrosive efforts and effects of increasing hate-fueled violence and extremism in the United States. As James Baldwin rightfully said, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. And I think that's one of the things that I find most disturbing when I'm trying to talk to Trump supporters is they haven't faced the reality at all of how they've been impacted and what they're doing uh, with the kind of things they read and what their continual belief in him does to them and to their families. Now, in in this uh, Southern Poverty Law uh, article, and they also add Susan Rice uh, Rice's briefing a room titled "United We Stand: Countering Hate Fueled Violence Together," August 19, 2022. She states clearly: Hate must have no safe harbor harbor in America, especially when that hate fuels the kind of violence we've seen from Oak Creek to Pittsburgh from El Paso to Poway, and from Atlanta to Buffalo. We cannot settle our differences of opinion peacefully, and when ordinary Americans cannot participate in the basic activities of everyday life, like shopping at the grocery store, praying at their um, house of worship, or casting a ballot, without the fear of being targeted and killed for who they are, our democracy is truly at risk. She was clear that the United States uh, We Stand Summit at the White House was an effort by Biden-Harris administration to highlight our uh, communities nationwide about these dangers and to put forth a shared bipartisan vision for a more united America. It is significant that President Biden made his decision to run for president after the horrific violence in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2017. His administration has consistently taken steps to counter hate-motivated violence. He signed the Bipartisan COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act to, uh, to releasing the first ever national strategy for countering domestic terrorism to signing the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act which is one of the most significant uh, legislations in three decades to reduce gun violence. As, as Americans, even though we are diverse in our belief and our political affiliations, we can remain united in opposition of violence and face the reality of the disturbing hate-fueled attacks. The United We Stand Summit was to bring together leaders from all over our country to build bridges and address hate and division including survivors of hate-fueled violence. The summit that was held in September included bipartisan federal, state, and local uh, officials, civil rights groups, faith and community leaders, technology and business leaders, law enforcement officials, former members of violent extremist groups who now work to prevent violence, gun violence prevention leaders, media and representatives, and cultural figures. So in conclusion, here's what I'd like to say. We live in a country where Biden's administration is handling 
inflation, gas prices, and the rest of the things that matter to us as Americans. Where other world leaders, especially right-wing leaders, are not being affected. Turkey has a Trump-like president and their inflation is running at 80% per year, 10 times what we face. The UK has another prime minister recently since the former prime minister introduced Republican-style supply-side tax cuts and crashed the economy overnight. I realize every day that the current Republican Party has nothing that I want. It is important for us to accept that the Republican base and their current leaders have disconnected from reality, which is very dangerous. I've given you plenty of examples in my podcast to show what Republicans are doing to win with no respect for our democratic process. Our country was, our country was never be founded on lies, deceptions, and conspiracy theories since it has created an uneducated electorate in the Republican Party. I understand many Republican voters cannot see the meanness to women, people of color, or the LGBTQIA community. Our environment, the fundamental threat that they have become to our democracy, since these real world issues are something they are sheltered from by their own media. I think it is up to us to speak out and vote while our votes still are counted. On November 8th, we have a great chance to do this. Make sure everyone you know has a concrete plan to make their vote happen. This election truly matters. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Topic Bold Talk podcast. Now remember to get in on the conversation, head on over to patreon.com slash Dr. Jacqueline. Bye for now.